Yeah, what's like, a good, for, like right for, off your playlist. Like, like what's the what's the no context. No context. No I context. Just, just... We caught fish in shallow water, and they were river fish, and they were really aggressive. He just needs something that slaps. Jade, severely. Oh, Will's Ooh. here. Oh, my God. Look at that. Shut Cold up. Open and Will oh, shows up. God. Boy. God, you must have been driving like 100 miles an hour. Are we, are we live right now? Yeah. Yeah. This is a very cold open currently. Word. Did we just start? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we did. Holy fuck. This is yeah, kind of old, here. but th- I mean, this is like. What is that old, called but... so he can find it? Oh, uh, you want <laughs> you want it? I mean, that was he's trying to post it, up. dude. That, oh, it's, uh, it's too late. I already it's... took the get out of my head by saying God. Just old faithful. Oh boy, some really bad memories old, of filming chasing ghosts old, there. Old faithful, probably that trending. Was, is it trending? That was, that was me and Chadwick, Chat Chatfield. Sorry. All right, all right, all right. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Pass the Barb. I am your host, Adam Bartusik, and today is uh, Tuesday, January 31st. Cody, you got to turn the music off now. Oh, and to sorry, my left, sorry, we got... Uh, Stop letting over, it slap. Over at Electric Forest <laughs> over there, serious. tripping his balls out, we got Mr. Cody Honor. How's everyone doing? Hope you liked uh, um, yeah, all the EDM for the night. Yeah, there we go. And uh, down in the corner, no more shoulder room. Can't all over. I am It was a good run. It was back a good run. Here. But look, <laughs> and, hey, uh, hey, he's back. He's back, back in the basement. <laughs> and yeah, back in the basement, we got good old Billy Mustache down here. Where How about it, boys? Oh, looking good. Look, look at that caterpillar. Good. Rally <laughs> stash. Rally stash. You needed know, it. You don't know about Ticket rally it. stash, like. What a lineup. You could ride that thing right there. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to see what this Pretty is all about. Nice, son. <laughs> we have got everybody back for it has been a little bit, hasn't it? Or have we all been here? I don't know. Everything's she's been, she's been hit or miss, boy. I'm gonna be honest, January's kind of been a blur. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's been uh hey, it's over though, eh? You know, I put like twelve thousand miles on my truck. Um I don't think I've filmed a podcast episode in the same location in the past five weeks. So, uh, yeah. Where are you right now? I am. Uh, yeah. So we'll go. We'll Can't dive you right see into he's on Lake Min- He's on Minnetonka. Clearly. Yeah, I'm on Lake Minnetonka. It's um, literally right behind him. That, that pass the barb money is coming through. When do I get my check? Yeah, I he's am. Been, uh, he's yeah. been selfishly just hounding that shit. <laughs> he's been yeah, spending no. all of our fucking ad revenue. Unbelievable. <laughs> I am. Uh, I am actually back in New Prague, Minnesota. I moved back in with the rents. There it um, is. Yeah. So we're back. Me and Pink are back to living with the hey. parents. Beautiful. Are you in the? Are you in the basement, Adam, or where you? Where you be at? Yeah. Yeah. I'm down in the basement. Nice. Everybody. Yeah, uh, all the siblings and everything are gone now, so it's a, significantly it's a nice more artwork in this new location you're in. Yeah, it's finished, so that's a big plus. <laughs> so that, um, that helps. But yeah, no, needed to come home. I mean, just a lot of different stuff going on, so needed to get back home, which is good. And uh, yeah, excited to be back around here and fish back around here in the summer. Um, should be a good time. But yeah, back in the New Prague area. Honestly, nice. it's great. I, I've gotten to drink more Break Your PB. I get to go to Gizemroy more. I was um, going to say, isn't that right down the road there? Yeah, it's literally like four minutes. From what are you What are you drinking now? You got one ripping? 
I don't have a breaker PB actually. I have a uh, spaceballs of the coconut. So I'm gonna run in that geese and Weiss, boy. Yeah, you like that one. Gosh, that I love some like some small IPA that it, that is hipster. Which I'm into what hipster was, brews, but what man, was the name of that? You'd like this, dude. That one Giesen Giesen Weiss is a Hefeweizen, so it's more of yeah, I think, but yeah, Griff. Uh, I don't know what that means. It the best. It's pretty good. He no, said the it one tastes like fruit salad. Me? No, Adams. What is oh. yours called? Spaceballs the coconut. It's a coconut milk stout. <laughs> Spaceballs, you know the movie? I'm familiar, actually. I have seen yeah. it. We ain't found shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, yeah, I get it. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. So my current events are, uh, yeah. So not only did I drive uh, five and a half thousand miles, like we talked about last week, I just decided to throw all my stuff in my truck and move back home. Then too, so nice. It's been what's, a lot. What's of driving fifty more miles? Eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At that point, so, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It was really nothing. Um, then we got uh, Cody. What do you got going on? Uh, not a whole lot, not a whole lot, just kind of on the work grind right now, just grinding out the, the next month. Cause once we get past February, like we're full open water. Um, once we hit March, like I can actually access open water and be, feel comfortable with, with walleye fishing. Even if it, the first couple weeks suck, we can fish. We can yeah. cast. Yeah, least, I, when, when does that when does that typically open up? And it's been fair. I mean, it's cold as balls here right now. We find right now it, it, cold is, week, it is, but cold. it's been a very mild winter. Yeah. I would assume you'll open up a yep. little earlier. Yep, because we have so this week it's going to be in the negatives all week, but next week it's going to be like highs in the thirties, um, mid thirties, which is pretty big for this time of year. And I'm expecting it to open up pretty quickly um, based on the past few years. But I think uh, so places like Oconto, um, De Pere is going to open up, obviously, the early, earliest because that first big runoff, they just run the dams and, and shoot all the shoot all the ice out. But I, I would I would imagine you're going to be able to fish like some of the main water with icebergs, but that first, I would say the second week of March, which is going to be awesome. Yeah, sick. that that's sick. I know pool four. Normally they have their freeze your butt off tournament. Normally. Yeah. That's almost in that's like cool. two or three weeks now, but that's yeah. because Everts is right on the main channel and they just yeah. keep it open basically all year. Yep. So it's like March 10th ish that that week time frame I no i it think it's february really? i'm pretty sure they have it in february Jesus. no way i'll, I'll look yeah. it up That's but sweet. i'm pretty we're still sure gonna be drilling hella ice nah screw that and yeah but with that, with that warm i i know we just got a polar plunge i'm hoping i know a lot of people i don't even think people are burnt out on ice fishing right now it's i was talking to the thorn brothers guys about it a lot of them were saying like people are just like defeated because they tried to go and it was so slushy yeah. for like two or three yeah. or four weeks that they couldn't. And now yeah. that we're getting this hard freeze, I think you're going to see two or three weeks here where people hit it pretty hard. Then they're going to get sick of it. Well, yeah. I mean, I've successfully not gone ice fishing in the last five years. So 
you know, pretty Didn't pumped you about open that. You were walleye fishing. Like you okay, I, okay. that doesn't that doesn't count. <laughs> that doesn't count because you know what? You know what the case was? Assaulted him immediately. I ran. He's like, no, 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 no. Hear me out. <laughs> I I ran out there with an ice auger and sweatpants and a pair of Uggs on, drilled a couple holes, threw some tip ups in, and ran back to a bar. It wasn't even. It was my my uncle's bar at his house, and just sat there. And we we like had the had the reader which signified signified when a flag went up, and we we like waited for it. Whenever it went up, we like did rock paper scissors scissors on who had to go get it. If you won, you were the guy who had to stay, which is awesome. We didn't have to go out there. And no. this is the dickhead who catches a twenty seven inch walleye. Through yeah, the yeah. <laughs> Suck. Okay, and for the record, I was wrong, but Cody wasn't right either. It's the first weekend of March. They have it March fourth, so it's still early. It's still real, give or take. It's still very early. I think it's literally they just have it the weekend after walleye closes in Minnesota, since it's a border water. Oh yeah, that makes sense. But okay, anyways, Pink, what do you got going on current event wise in your life, dude? I've still been writing this cookbook, and it's basically ruining my life. So. That's pretty that's much pretty, what I got. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. How it's how, how far along are you? When is the when's the dude, coming out date? I told I, him we it better to be this goddamn week because I'm so done, dude. This week? You, you think that soon? I told him we have to have it out on Thursday. His mic just got muted. But, well, you uh, don't push excellence. Well, you don't rush. Right. It's these things take time. These things take. It time. is. I will say it is eighty about eighty time. pages long right mm-hmm. now. I'd imagine it's a pretty big, but it's soon. So it's coming soon, Pink. Yeah, everything's like honestly done. It's just like building everything out. Like I got all the photography done and like obviously I'd like make all the stuff just to like get photos, which was a huge pain in the ass. But you want to tell people about your week of cooking? (laughs) Dude, dude, I lit. So there's like, I think there's going to be 27 recipes in there. And I did all of them in one week. Like, when I actually like, made the food and I literally like nonstop every day, even like I'd come home from work and just like cook till it was like one in the morning and then like take pictures and shit. And like on the weekend, I like all day, all just day, all day. I was just like inviting people over just like eat food. Like, Hey, yeah. here, I have literally all this shit I can't eat, but and, I was like, I have to like make it all right for the pictures. Yeah. Right. So I got all the photography done and luckily I had my camera set up in a format where I couldn't edit the photos, which was awesome. So then that was the whole thing. So I got that figured out and then I saved all the recipes in a piss poor format. So I couldn't just copy paste them. So I'm like in here, like manually typing all this shit. (laughs) So it's, yeah, it's a clusterfuck, but it's turning out really good. So I'm kind of psyched about it. It's just like, I'm ready for it to be over. So I think people are going to like, you're close. Yeah. Yeah, literally the only thing I have left is to like import more of the like actual like w- recipe like t- text and shit. But other than so, that, like, I got everything in. Will this be available uh, like digitally, or will there be hard copies as it's well? It's gonna it's it's gonna be hard copy only actually. But Ooh. the goal, like uh, I'm like self publishing it through like uh, this publishing thing on amazon so it'll basically be for sale on amazon nice 
Yeah, so it should be like super easy. I will. I'll be. Uh, I'll be ordering a, a copy for sure. Hell yeah! But yeah, once once it's actually live, we'll we'll blast it all over the place. But I'm like fingers crossed this week. I got to get it sent in, and then they do like their review thing, and then it goes nice. live. So that's sweet. sweet. That'll be. We sick. just really, we <sighs> just really want it ready for the first. Dude, it's honestly like Radio. every day. I'm like, I'm a, okay. I'm just gonna knock this bitch out, and then it's like, fuck, I can't. <laughs> It's gonna he's, be, basically, he's basically at the point right now where I am with like editing a video where you're like 90% done and you're like, I hate all this and I want to just hit export, but I'm too like OCD and perfectionist to not go through and color grade and final check everything. Yeah. Well, and I mean, just, there's like, still some content that needs to get in there, but I got some good like little write up things in there. So like, it's not one of these ones that's crazy where there's like chapters and chapters of like reading. Right. Shit. Like, I don't really. I don't think people like that. So I was like, forget all that business, but right. there's some good stuff in there. And it's like got a, a whole bunch of photos that we never used for anything that we did like in the Chronicles. So it should be good. nice. Yeah. It, it's I'm excited to see it, especially because like, I'm probably one of the few people who's actually had every single thing that's in there because Pretty I much, literally yeah. videoed every single one or taken pictures of all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think there's a few that you haven't even had in there though. Which that's exciting. I yeah, did. So I will say thing. for people who maybe are thinking of getting it, I like I'm not the best cook and I moved home with my parents, like I said, and we had some leftover fish from our East Coast trip. And I told them, I was like, you know what, I'll cook some fish. And I made the chile aquiles from the northern Minnesota trip. And my mom and dad literally just looked at me and they were like, this is the by far the best fish I've ever had in my yeah, life. Yeah, dude, you texted me that and I was hyped. I was like, if Bard can do it, anybody can do it. Yeah. <laughs> I literally looked at them. I was like, basically, yeah. it's just soggy chips. What's <laughs> like, is crazy? How lit that actually is, though, because like you think about it, you're like, that's gonna suck, and then it doesn't. It's literally <laughs> seven ingredients. Like, there's it nothing is, in there. Yeah, but it's so good. Right, yeah. guy. Is it hard? Is it hard to like put into words like the actual amounts of things? Like, I follow. I follow. Uh, you probably know him. You definitely know him uh maddie matheson yeah yeah i know who he is dude. I, I, I love the oh, shit he's one of my faves, dude. yeah and he's like i'm maddie matheson <laughs> and he's like yep it's fucked it's <laughs> fucked he'll like go, but here, he'll go on thing, he's dude. like put some salt in it's like uh or he'll totally cup. forget something ah oh, fuck it yeah, and like you, you just know, you just know yeah. the amount that you need, but you don't know like how much, you know. Well, because you just do it, you're like that is. much. Fuck, yeah. I have no idea what yeah, that yeah. is. Yeah, that yeah. has to be difficult to put into words. It con- it it definitely was at first because I'm like, God, I don't know. But then I got to the realization because I was like, even stuff that I make all the time, like I make it different every time, right? Like it always right. tastes and pretty much tastes the same, just... but it's like it's always there. So yeah. I just came to the thing that it's like, okay, it really doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, <laughs> like to be fully honest, like I could put two thirds of a cup, half a cup. Is it gonna matter? Probably not. You ain't gonna know. You're gonna make yeah. it once. You be like, that's pretty good. I mean, yeah. I've gone through like the recipes are good. It's not like I just haphazardly like threw shit together, but it's like at the end of the day, people get all wrapped up, and then it's like it doesn't matter that much. Really. Right? Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, unless it's something like crazy, like you're making like rice, and you're like, oh, I only use half the water. Like, yeah, that's probably gonna suck. But like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I use, I use I mean, sugar not, instead of salt. Yeah, not to me, I mean, I'm, like, I'm I'm just crunching on on freaking pasta. Yeah, crunching on it. <laughs> like, is this supposed to be hard? I don't know. Perfect. 
<laughs> but no, it's going good. And I like every time I've had other people make some of the stuff and it, it always turns out pretty good. So awesome. I, I think it'll be sweet. I think people are going to like it too. And it, it's going to look sweet. Like we're doing it. It's like a hardcover book and everything should be badass. That'll be sweet. We're doing it right. So hopefully the goal is everyone, since it is being sold on Amazon, a bunch of people buy it from viewing the Chronicles, and then somehow it gets into like the Amazon best-selling cookbooks, <laughs> and then just a bunch of random people. Then, find so it for the slowly. record, all of our listeners, I work my ass off for this. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you 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 take Maddie Matheson, and there pops up Ryan. <laughs> they perfect. Hey. Perfect. <laughs> Ryan, so Will, we'll get to your current events in a sec. But, Ryan, you have to talk about this, too, because this is a current event that happened about an hour before this started. But uh, the canceled ice fishing. Oh, my death, God. You have to talk about that. On the <laughs> I <air>. saw this. <sighs> so, at, like, literally, like, at my my work right there they are doing or they have been doing an annual like ice fishing event right big like thousand person pre-drilled old tournament and uh i don't know how many years they've been doing it but it's a while and they asked me to like be involved this year they're like hey could you help us like plan this and like get some stuff figured out i was like absolutely so i talked to like all the chronicles guys we were all going to be there and like linked up this event with like clam and vexlar and they were going to send like wraps and like have all this cool shit there and i was like this is going to be sick and like it was going to be like a youth you know like ice fishing thing on the side of like their big ice fishing contest and it's pretty it's like a big winter carnival thing so they're they're telling me like oh we got this this past week they were going to make the decision i don't know what they were like worried about like they're gonna cancel it because of like ice conditions or whatever but i i sent these guys this text thread and basically they they were asking my input because they're like hey we know you like ice fish a ton and like all this stuff and we really don't know too much about this stuff like we just want to make sure the ice is going to be safe because normally they like have a lot of vehicles on the ice for this thing or whatever which is it's like right off the beach like it's super close to the shore but they were concerned about having vehicles and stuff so they were like oh we wanted to like check the ice like would you be able to like help us with that and i was like oh yeah and they were going to send some people from like i work at the city right like they got people that have that equipment so they were going to send somebody out there with an auger to pop a couple holes and i was like yeah just let me know like when they're going to do it you know i'll come out there and look take a look well like the ice isn't super great around here but it's like it's thick it's just shitty on top you know so they tell me they're going to go out and check the ice and i'm like yep just let me know when they do it i can like meet them out there like talk to them about it or whatever and then literally i, I like didn't hear anything about it and then actually waldron texted me he's like they canceled the event and i'm like i don't what are you talking about? And he just sends me this email that got sent to him from somebody at our office that was just like, oh, yeah, sorry to just like let everybody know we're like canceling the entire event. So I email her and she texts me back or whatever. Basically, they just decided they went out there and they were like, we don't think it's safe. So they canceled the entire carnival, like winter <laughs> festival, all of it because they were like, dude, I think we only have like 10 inches of ice, which like there ain't nowhere around here that has less than 15 to 20 inches at all. So I'm not totally sure what the deal is, but literally like I said, they were just like, Hey, we want your opinion. And then they just went and they were like, yeah, we're canceling it. Like I didn't even talk to anyone or like even, I never even go to the lake. And mind you, mind <laughs> you, trucks, trucks have been driving around on Minnetonka since the end of December. This yes, is the like 300, 500 acre lake. Not even. There's, dude. there's plenty of ice. Oh my God. Yes. There's probably trucks on it right now. 
Yeah. Like they probably could have drove by him and like, there's oh, probably look, people there's out there fishing tonight. Trucks with permanents out here. We're probably good. And got an ear on the side of caution, you know. Yeah. So whatever. It was just crazy because they were like, we went through this whole thing, like playing all this stuff, and then like literally last minute. It's on Saturday, by the way. Like it's in like four days, and they were just like, you know what? We're canceling it. Yeah, plenty of time to you know change your schedules and stuff. Yeah, so I literally just texted Waldron back. I was like, "You want to fish Saturday?" Because <laughs> we were all going to be there all day at this thing. So I'm like, "Yeah." Would Put it be, all would that it, work and then it's would it canceled. Be sick to just go film an episode on that lake now. Yeah, <laughs> but, but the... <laughs> oh, I was God, I was man. thinking partially we can't do it because of like insurance and stuff. Um, but it would be hilarious if we just decided we're like we'll just have our own day. Should we just just call it the the same thing and just host our own event that day? Four just put asterisks by it (laughs) that says unofficial. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, this is not uh charity. This is for us. We'll take we'll take their flyers and everything and just throw our logo on them and send them back out. Take all the money. (laughs) Due to a change in schedule, the Chronicles has decided to host this giant ass ice tournament. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you for your donation. Oh, the winner is Adam Griffith. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> All yeah, right. Anyways, old. Will, uh, what do you got going on current event wise? <laughs> uh, I'm still in Idaho. I think I'll be here for another week ish, maybe. You don't uh, sound fishing... as excited about Idaho anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, the smell of the paper mill kind of gets to you after a while. Uh, <laughs> there's a huge paper mill in Lewiston. It's massive, and it fucking reeks. It smells so bad. Uh, like sulfur, kind of. Um, but, uh, no, fishing has remained good. Um, good. Not Hasn't been, like, super, super good, but good. It got kind of cold here, so that that hurt it a little bit, but you know, averaging hooking like 10 to 12 a day, which is still very good by steelhead standards. I think that first week I was here, it was just like, Oh, I know it is. I just hit like the Epic week. Like it was Mm. slamming really good. And I think now it has, uh, normalized a little bit, but still good fishing, staying super busy working like every day. Um, but yeah, heading back to Montana next week. I think I keep kind of pushing it back because, it's a pretty good gig I got going out here, but uh, I do need to go back to take care of some shit back there. So, yeah, still uh, still fishing the clear water, still catching steelhead. So, noise. That's ex- at nice. least you're in open water. We're all yes, that's right that's what I remind myself when it's like cold out there because it does. It's kind of cold. I mean, it's in the 20s in the morning, and after that first fish, your hands are really cold, you know, from handling it. And I'm like standing by the heater like warming my hands and i'm like wow i could be standing on the ice right now like this is not that bad you know <laughs> like this is doable so could be in bemidji where the morning temp yeah, was right. like negative 25 the other day i know and the guys are going to get their permit ready to move around i know dude well, so well give us like a ballpark estimate like how many have you clubbed in like the past two weeks oh fuck dude i've been fucking, <laughs> i've been a menace with that thing man uh, uh I bet I've killed. Um, and what's your preferred club? I like the uh, you know, just picture a baseball bat, just small, 
It's wood. I used to have a, in Alaska one time, I had a metal one, like a little, looked like a mini T-ball bat. Very and nice. I liked that one because it made that nice noise. That yeah. Ping, ping. Yeah. <laughs> that would be satisfying. Yeah. The solid wood. Yeah, I bet in the last two weeks, I bet I fucking, I bet I clubbed 50 probably, maybe Beautiful. 60. Beautiful. You know, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> dude. That'd make a great musky club, Pangala. That's what I was saying, dude. Yeah. I think I just want like a montage on. of all the clubbings. <laughs> Is that too much to ask? And sometimes I'll be like, I'll be like kind of pissed off about something out there, you know, and I'll get it in the boat and I'll just like grab it and I'll just start like ham and the clients will be like, dude, whoa, I think it's, guys I think it's, it's, like, it's not yet. That's the guy who stabbed the, th the people. Like shit is wild. Yeah, I don't know what's in the water out here, dude, but shit's changing. I got crazy oh thoughts. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the club's been wielded a lot. Uh, and uh, yeah, a lot of hatchery fish are dying. So it's good. <laughs> That's good. One of the funniest things good. about the traveling this year for the Chronicles season two has been the amount of random weird species we've caught, and everybody just catches it and looks at Pink and goes, "Do you want it?" And every single time, it's kill it, kill it, <laughs> just kill it. So he's got oh, toolies. Uh, this next episode, people see white perch, and coming up, there's some drum. There's yeah. some drum. Tasty. Big yeah. boys too. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, well, we released well, we released one that you definitely would have taken, but me and Griff were looking. Well, yeah, like, but it was like seven pounds. It. it was so. big. It was a huge drop. We're like, we, we yeah. killed we killed some fours, you know. It had some big flanks on it. Oof. Knocked the size yeah. off them boys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And Okay, what's our next? Uh... All right, good, good catching, good catching up with everybody. Yeah, yeah. It's good was... talking about killing fish. There's nothing better than spilling blood. Yeah, yeah, we all release our fair share of big ones. There's nothing wrong with the harvest. Yes. All right, so uh, new segment here that Pink wanted to do. Um, so this is going to be called Geared Up. So I think Pink, you want to describe what exactly your envisionment is for this one? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so this one, I think we're just going to kind of periodically do, and everyone's just bringing in, well, basically we're going to talk about each just like one piece of equipment or tackle or baits or whatever that either we've just, you know, found or we've been using for a long time that we really like or don't like or think sucks. So basically just gear talk. Uh, so we'll be kind of bringing you guys different stuff all the time. Um, might be fishing stuff, might be hunting stuff, might be camping gear, whatever. Um, so feel free to just like throw anything you want out there, but, uh, yeah. Bart, you want to lead this one off here or you, or you got something or no? Yeah. I, I actually kind of had two things. Uh, they're both yeah. fairly short, but, uh, the first one is fishing related. The other one isn't, it's for my fellow video editors or photo mm -hmm. editors, but, uh, for my fishing related one, uh, I think we even talked about it in as an honorable mention for the gifts for outdoorsmen, but, uh, the Arsenal and Honor experiences, but the Arsenal scissors. Oh, dude, um, those are that, money. I can't remember what they're, which ones are called. I should look super up, legit. But they're, they're the ones right with now. the rubber. They're the ones with the rubber handles, not like the uh, would be like the um, yeah Rapala handles. They're rubber. Yeah. Like literally, step on them and they'll bend. Um, but the the blades on them, they cut 
anything in it, terms of line, like so easily. Limp braid, limp fifty like, pound braid, gone. Are they loose, are they green loose and black? Sixty five. They they just they're cut neon it like green nothing. handles. Yeah, with black neon green and black. Uh, Arsenal I, battle scissors. Uh, I'll look them up quick. I'll find them. But Dude, they're, they're super the, nice. Uh, oh no, here we go. This is it. Covert, they're premium, the coverts. Covert premium braid snips. Yeah, yeah they're literally they're literally ten dollars, and they're, they're legit. They're really legit. Like if you're a fisherman, and since they have the they bendable are. handles, like you can put them anywhere. Like oh, I like these. Sick. They're really, I'm, really, really. Is it kind of sticky a little bit when it like the grip? Yeah, the grip grip. They're sticks, tacky. Like, yeah. How yeah, big? I wouldn't say how sticky. big are they? Uh, probably three inches. I don't know, like that. Big. Oh, okay. They look huge. Well, they're kind of, they're kind of small. Yeah, These look they're like compact. hedge trimmers in the goddamn picture. No, yeah, they're they very look... compact. <laughs> no, they're just landscaping. Like, they're a line cutters. Like yeah. that's that's what they're made for. They're yeah, super they're nice. small enough that impressed. like I put them in my uh, like you know how bass boats have like the slots for your pliers and scissors and all that yep. they're small enough that like if i drive a long ways they'll rattle out and they'll be on the bottom of my boat somewhere when i get there they're small mm -hmm. and compact they're they're super nice they're really durable they're wicked and, sharp though eh? yeah i've That's had a cop same pair for two years and if Sick. i lose another pair instead of buying a rapala one i'll buy those for 10 bucks like word that's a good one Adam. I'm, I'm gonna buy a pair yeah. once we get yeah. done yeah yeah, I'm ordering that up tonight, boy. I can never have too many scissors in the boat. Yeah, Super Bart, good. you, you then, made um, me buy a couple of them. Yeah, I might really? for ten, for 10 yeah. bucks. Ten bucks, cheap, dude. Ten yeah. bucks. Yeah, I might cop half a dozen. Well, dude, and that's the thing. All, so legit. All fishermen, and I, I don't know if it's the same way hunting, but everybody talks about like scissors all the time, and everybody's got a shitty pair of rusty scissors, and mm. when you get a good pair, they're just unreal, and those things are unreal they're very yeah. very good scissors nice very good adam that was a good yeah, one that was solid. yeah my other one I'll, I'll go grab it quick so someone else can talk about theirs quick because i gotta go find it because it's not gonna make any sense unless i have it in my hand oh boy oh god all right go go there's no way he finds this in less than five minutes he said it was some just... sort of special video editing thing some sort of nerd Who shit knows? some nerd shit nerd nerd, <laughs> nerd. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, I don't know. He just moved like all the shit like seven times. So who knows? Who knows? Okay, oh, back. he's back. He's uh, back. If this is an SD card, I'm going to be disappointed. Uh, it is. Oh, okay. I'm going right <laughs> away. External all right. hard so, drive. Yeah, we were just this, talking shit about you. So go ahead. Right ahead. Yeah. This is a $40 Amazon purchase. And uh, especially since I just moved again, I've been using it a lot, but I use it when I'm just chilling in the basement. And it is literally just a mobile like desktop. Nah, if you're a video so. editor or photo nah. editor or whatever. Is that just to keep your nuts from sweating from your computer? Yes, it keeps your nuts from sweating from your computer and it keeps your computer nice. from overheating. And then like, this one, it's got a couple uh like you can put mobile uh hard drives in them, got a mouse pad, the whole thing. It was forty bucks. SIM cards. Yeah, I felt like really I was being kind of a prima donna ordering it but uh it, it's seriously awesome i use it all the time because if i'll be watching football or whatever i want to get away from the desk like it's really easy to just grab that and sit down and like pink said your legs don't just all of a sudden have sweat stains from your computer just overheating the whole time 
So right on. Uh, that's a really good useful, one. A couple of useful tools there, Adam. Those were good. Well done. Well done. Yeah. Nice. There you go, boys. All right. Someone else. Who's running it? Yeah, right, nobody nobody go. jump up. Uh, here, here we go. go. Come on now. One of the Okay, time. so this is one I've been I've been seeing some slander against for the last couple of years now. And it is let's just say like I, I would put slander too if I haven't used it. But I fish a lot of the Wisconsin River. A lot of the Wisconsin River has dams and seawalls and concrete and areas where you got to put a bait in tight, especially for muskies. Like some of the stuff we fish, we're fishing in turbines. And those turbines, depending on the water level, could be six inches to the water level or two feet. And you have to skip a bait directly underneath those turbines because the fish are going to be sitting on either side waiting for a fish to you know, blow into their face and they just mow on them, whatever. But within that distance, it does not allow a muskie to just naturally chase down a bucktail or like whatever other bait. You got a glide bait. And I'll tell you what, I have caught dozens of fish on this bait. I mean, a lot in this exact scenario with with like dams and turbines and industrial type type settings the banjo minnow brother is freaking amazing terrible and i am not joking how you rate how you rate dude dude one treble hook in the head and they mostly these like these ghetto snakes will come out and like just come up and just marfat it up thing. and shit. Oh, they're terrible. They're the worst looking fish you've ever seen. But they make for a great picture for their first muskie. <laughs> <laughs> so you You're and they're gonna so weightless banjo minnow treble hook in the head. Weightless banjo minnow because you think of the the whole scene like where the boat is sitting. Like it's mostly I'm pushing against the wall to keep it from scuffing against the wall. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, just skip it under there. Just skip it under there. The bait will free itself. You just use your thumb a little bit. And, it, you know, it takes usually about 25 casts to get right. under there for like a normal human being. And but you only have 10 feet to get that fish to react. So you need the most erratic looking thing that you can possibly have mm -hmm. in your boat to get them to react in that 10 feet. And that thing absolutely does it. The banjo time minnow. Again. The banjo how, minnows how, come a long way, bro. Dude, it's Connor. It's how ridiculous. big is the banjo minnow, like compared to like a super fluke or a caffeine shot or um, something like that? Then I would say, like, it's it's definitely bigger than like um, the big super fluke. It's definitely bigger. I would say it's like around that eight inches. I don't know, like. I don't want to look gay here, but it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's about this big. Yeah, this, yeah. Is, like, this is pretty big, right? This would be a big yeah. one. I mean, that's say. probably that's, yeah. There you go, sure. Will. No, that's that's big. Average. Yeah, that's average. yeah. I mean, that's, that's maybe above. That's an average. I mean, what what are you gonna do with more than that? Yeah, but, anything bigger yeah, would be <laughs> intrusive and in the way. <laughs> that's just how you use it, buddy.
<laughs> but it's it's just like because uh, um, I used to watch Larry Dahlberg all the time as a kid, and I used to watch his show. It was Big Fish Adventures, and he would create his own baits, and he created this bait called, well, Will Mister Wiggly, and it was it was basically a, a banjo minnow, and he crushed on it, and yeah, this still guy does, dude. still does, and it's literally the exact same bait as a banjo minnow. Mm-hmm. And dude, like the fish absolutely go ballistic for it. I don't know what it is. That's so why, awesome. Why did that bait ever get so much hate, dude? Like because of the TV. It was because of the commercial. Commercial. It was just like uh, what was that other bait? The little propeller um, fucking thing. The I like the one thing. where they would launch was it out that of that. The one that uh, Roland Martin had. The, yes. Uh, yes. Yes. I can't remember. It was literally just like a cone helicopter with- lure. Helicopter lure. Yes. No, 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 no. Dude, this is literally just like a rubber helicopter blade. Nothing else. (laughs) Bart, you're you're right on the helicopter lure. But then there is another one where it was it was basically they made a bait that you could rig by itself to make it like swing backwards. And they it was like it swings back into the fish's face. And, like and they're, they're like, oh, look at the magic. And they're like Bass Pro Shops. Like you can hear the kids in the background, you know? <laughs> and it's like, uh, uh, <laughs> like directly into a bass. Directly mouth. into the bass's mouth. But no, the banjo minnow, for whatever reason, like just in imparting a reaction of fish that you can only get them to react in like, a five to 10 foot area for me that has been like such a secret, which I'm so embarrassed to say <laughs> that's that was a killer. I did not expect you to say that when you said yes. a secret. That was the last I didn't swear even to God swear to God. Oh, that's legit. not for Pink. normal use, not for normal use. Oh, is that but those conditions. You are ramp with that on your deck. No question. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hunter, would you throw that for smallmouth? Or... <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, absolutely not. A absolutely not. No. Okay. No, I, I just it, thought it, like, I was checking the out, limitations of the bait. Out out in open water, it looks just the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen. It's just literally in, for it's catching literally within 10 feet of the face. Within of the 10 feet. <laughs> and you can you can see the guy up there. He's taking a piss in the pisser. And he's looking down at you. You got any today? Yeah, I got one about 36 inches. Ah. Molly? No, no, no. Lauren got her today. <laughs> All righty. Okay. Well, and, and that's that's literally it. That's the only conditions for this bait is tight conditions in industrial settings. Let's put I'm- it that way. I'm glad we set the standard there. That, yes. That's banjo where you minnow, use the banjo folks. minnow. The banjo minnow. That's the only place you can use it. All right, Pink, <laughs> what do you got? All right, this one I feel like I'm super late to the party on this, but I finally started switching over to these, and I'm just distraught with myself for having waited this long. But for uh, mine's a musky fishing thing also. Yes. But basically in the past past year, I've been switching all my reels over to tranks. Oh, and I feel like an absolute di- just idiot, dude. I mean, it's like all this like Abu Garcia dust, some quantum shit. Like, 
I started buying those Tranks 400s, dude. I mean, the 5 is sick, too. But, like, those Tranks 400s, I feel like, good are just... Good for you. Just yeah, the those, deal. Those are legit reels. So, I don't... I know. Yeah, I know. Yep. Yep. You. you oh, yeah. That's... We're, Welcome. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> that 300 but, is a baller uh like glide bait or oh yeah i think anything in too. that lot dude they're just so bulletproof and they're super tight like nothing moves around in there they're just perfect yeah everything about them is perfect i yeah, will say the one good. thing those things do suck at and hunter and i experienced this last fall is you cannot cast an a-rig for shit with one of those things well in Maybe some cases rod, bart dude. it's uh it's not the bow, it's the Indian. <laughs> you gotta dial in your brakes, brother. But here's the deal, you, dude. When you you're... even tried it. You even tried it. We're like, what the hell? Like, yeah, I think you just needed to put it on a different rod. Like, he tried it and he's like, I don't know. I use this Karate K and it goes 900 yards. <laughs> well, dude. I like... know the I know the brakes get confusing, Adam. They're complicated. On they do. That's, yeah, I'm a Daiwa guy. There's, so. there's no dial on the side. You got to open it up. <laughs> It, exactly like literally know, that is the exact point yeah. i am getting at that but i think little the difference right is like there. dude for like when you're i'm talking okay you're throwing oh. like a fat bastard or a cannonball or something and you just unload it on like a nine foot rod it just goes forever anyway yeah you could have the biggest piece of shit reel in the world but when you start winding it and it's just butter ooh, yeah. they're sick yeah. they're so good dude like i i'm just gonna i'm working through just switching uh, literally everything to that there and then probably throw a 500 on like a rubber rod you know they're badass just be done man, with it. man the dude ryan the first time like i'm gonna indulge on a muskie a little bit here but yeah the first time i ever bought a shimano i was up at Rowan helen's muskie shop which way overpriced on oh, yeah. everything and i was in college and I'm looking at like this Tranks 500, like high gear for a rubber reel, because like that's all I throw up there basically. And I'm looking at it, and my brother and my buddy's like, "Buy it, you pussy." <laughs> and I'm like, "Bet." It was like a $500 reel. It is literally a $500 reel yeah. that they were selling for like almost $600. I'm yeah. like, "Fine, I'll buy it." <laughs> Bought it. With six hundred and two dollars in my bank account, <laughs> so I had two. I had like nothing, nothing left for the rest of the weekend. But still, to this day, I have not serviced that reel, and it has been my main rubber reel for like eight years. Dude, I've heard like so break. many people even say that they use the, that five hundred. They say it's one of the best, oh. like one of the best saltwater reels that's ever been produced. Oh, it is, it is amazing. And I mean, like the most obnoxious ripping motions of baits Mm -hmm. have like that, that reel endures. And that was like always my biggest thing. Cause I I went through Saltis. I went through Dialas. I went through everything. Well, and the clutch goes out on the clutch goes out and like Mm -hmm. anti-reverse, whatever goes out on them. And like all of a sudden it just like free spools and the, the level line, like, just totally dissolves and the whole nine yards well like when you're taking a pound bait and trying to physically rip it as hard as you possibly can through the weeds to make the weeds explode Mm -hmm. and get like the bait cleared off the bait 
Like that's a lot of torque that you're putting Dude, behind it's a so bait, much. and you're doing it over and over and over again. Like, and the reel has not failed yeah. at all. It's amazing. No, it's, as far as I'm concerned, like now I've the ones I have I've run for basically like a full season now, and yeah. for burning blades and throwing swim baits and stuff, and it's just like. why would i use something else i mean i'm sure there's other stuff that's out there good but like that some of the diowa stuff i'm sure is pretty awesome too but i've never owned any of those but yeah i'm i'm switching everything so yeah going i'm all in like it like it hashtag tranks life tranks life yeah (laughs) all right stolsky what do you got all right i have um a, a little uh cheaper option here um these are, and I'm going to send you guys a picture of them so we have uh, some reference. They're the best fingerless gloves I've ever used, ever. Take and note. they're on Amazon. They're Refrigerware is the uh, company that makes these. They're like 20, 25 bucks on Amazon. They're wool, and then they're they're like lined too. But um, the guy I'm working for turned me on to them. They are so warm. And you, you do a couple mods to them, okay? So they come and they have the stupid thing on the back, you know, so you can flip them over. I'm going to send you guys a picture right now. So basically, you can turn them into mittens, you know? So the first thing you're going to do is you're going to cut that dumb flap off because it just gets in the way of line and shit. And oh, then I've the seen these. Yeah, they're, they're sweet. And then the second thing you're going to do is you're going to cut the thumb so that your thumb is exposed. Because I can't, you can't tie knots if you don't have an exposed thumb, you know, but I've been wearing them every single day and they are really warm and you still have your dexterity in your fingers. And I wear the little black, I wear the little black gloves underneath to the nitrile gloves, like the rubber gloves. I always wear those, but those comboed with the, the fingerless, uh, mitts are they're They're pretty sweet. I'm impressed for being 25 bucks on Amazon. Have you, I will order uh, have you had days. to clean them or anything yet, Will? Like, yes, I've put I've put them through the wash. They do hold a stench. Uh, they get smelly for sure. But you, I just threw them through the wash. I didn't dry them, but I threw them through the wash and they were fine. So I think, you, you know, a guy could get a couple months out of them. I don't think they're going to last a long time, but for 25 bucks, you know. Yeah, yeah that ain't bad, dude. Worth it. Hell yeah. Yeah, but definitely. And I like how the palm has, it's not like leather, but it has a has a palm on it suede maybe something Some so they don't that's what it says here suede palm yeah the suede palm so they're kind of like sims makes a pair like that too that has the palm but these are a little thicker they're like uh they're like insulated too so they're a, l- a little bit warmer than this i like the sims ones but these are slightly slightly warmer a little bulkier but warmer nice no that's sweet good no, i'm ordering those thing. dude yeah, this was good. This was a great segment, Pink. I, I've got, you know, I think I'm going to get all, all the stuff that's been talked. I have a Tranks, but everything else, I think I'm going to I'm gonna stock yeah. up. Banjo no, Mino time. Yeah, make sure I think everybody will get something out of this one. For sure. Honor's solo keeping Banjo Mino in business right now. <laughs> I'm is. pissed that I even let people. You shouldn't have even I, said it. I shouldn't. I can't believe you uh, I let that out. The river's yeah. going to be overrun now. <laughs> oh, oh, it's screwed. Everybody's got <laughs> a Banjo <laughs> There's right. gonna be there's gonna be guys out in the dam just skipping. It's gonna be chaos. 
Yeah. <laughs> Idiot. Every passive barb listener, go mess with Cody and go fuck up his musky <laughs> bite with banjo minnows. Go catch Laura and Lauren and Callie. And Enjoy catching a musky that's about that big around. Yeah. <laughs> the skanky. <laughs> Um, all right, Will. So uh, I don't know. Since you just got back, we were kind of playing on Nick's in this. I don't know if you got something last minute. Last time you had something last minute, we got JFK Reloaded. So <laughs> I have to check. Do you have a Will's Wiki find? I got one. Hold on. Oh boy, <laughs> I have one, and it's actually not. It's it's no JFK Reloaded. I know that right off the jump. But um, and I don't know if I'll ever top JFK Reloaded. That that's a fan favorite for sure. <laughs> So this is kind of funny because we were sort of just talking about this the last, uh, not last episode, but the episode before when I was here about long drives, you know, when you're just driving and driving and driving. So this is called highway hypnosis and it's a real thing. And I think, I think we've probably all experienced it. Also known as white line fever is an altered mental state in which a person can drive a car truck or other automobile great distances responding to external events in the expected safe and correct manner with no recollection of having consciously oh, done and yeah. i've done this i know for a fact this has happened to me before and i assume you guys too like you're driving and like whatever and then all of a sudden you're like did i just go like 25 miles like what Dude, they have a they have a, like we a literally just got on this yeah <laughs> like they have like a mileage on this yeah pretty sure i've forgotten an entire 25 hours going down if you've a, gone a over semi- 700 miles you're supposed to call your doctor <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. but it's like a- last last podcast like me and cody mentioned i forgot ohio i <laughs> i have i've been to ohio i have I went, no I recollection of went through ohio. 10 tolls i don't even know where my money went <laughs> Speaking That's of that, so I weird. still haven't paid that my tolls from that East one. Coast swing. That I should probably do that. One. So there's there's been all kinds of studies done on this too, and it's like obviously a real thing because it's all happened to us. But um, yeah, I've it's it all kind of makes sense because you still drive normally, like you're whatever, everything's fine, but your brain is like on a different planet the whole time, dude. Well, I mean that may, that may be partially because I'm watching like a movie on my my iphone but but i'm saying like i i, I just don't even remember the the road no. or, or the movie or the movie the car the car will drive the truck will drive itself it's like that yeah. scene from you guys seen django unchained oh yeah remember like, they, got the, they got the mask on he's like can't see shit out of these things you don't need to see the horse will see for you <laughs> <laughs> can all agree. anyone bring any extra masks the masks were a good idea <laughs> now i'm saying masks was a good idea <laughs> one guy but gets so pissed any fingers could have been done a little better <laughs> what do you so with with that segment i will say what do you honestly think the longest you've gone in that state is driving i know like cody you jokingly state driving all the way to florida but like realistically what is the longest you can remember being like holy shit i don't remember any of that okay so i had i i had a ridiculous drive one time where i left my boat in tennessee and i was up in wisconsin and i had like just a schedule where i had to go get my boat go up to the upstate New York to Lake Champlain, which is a total round trip 
one shot, it was 32 and a half hours. Good Lord. Wow. So I remember going all the way to get my boat. And then from there, I couldn't tell you what states I went through. I, I would say like, I would say like 700 miles. You got the fever, dude. That was, that was like, that was as far as my truck could go. Cause it, it, it could, or yeah, it, it's got a gas tank that, that goes 700 miles. So 700 miles, I would say. Seven hundred. What, like, what did you call it? Will white highway white line. I, they call it? it. Well, highway hypnosis or highway. white line uh, syndrome or something like that. You, Damn. Well, you you're like, it, I mean, you're jamming the entire time. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're your body's there, but your mind is elsewhere. Kind of. I would generally <laughs> stay whenever that's happened to me. I don't even know if I'm jamming. Like, there's definitely music on or something on, but I don't even remember that either. It's just all of a sudden. Oh, like, normally for me, it's been, like, I can think of when I was driving back from Ronnie Moore's place in Arkansas. I got to the Missouri border and then all of a sudden I was in Des Moines and I definitely stopped for gas somewhere along the line there but I I couldn't tell you anything about that a little bit fuzzy if I tried I couldn't tell you about any of it nothing and (laughs) I, I don't remember a song that played anything and honest to god one of the things I do think I remember is after I got gas, I don't think my phone connected to play music for a solid two and a half hours. And I was just driving in dead silence. silence. Dead, dead silence. That's just when like, you know, dude. Yeah. That's when you know. You got it. Not even looking the at the up. road. You're just like <laughs> watching the screen roll. Yeah. And like, <laughs> and, and the, the, the problem is when you're driving like that is like you're only just keeping up with semis. You're like, well, I got to go a little faster than a semi. And you're just watching the semi go by. You're not even scanning the semi for all 18 wheels. You're just like looking at one fixed spot. It's like and that's you, the only gauge of speed is semis. Exactly. And you, you look at the semi driver and he's doing the same damn thing. He's just looking off in the cornfield, looking at cornfield. <laughs> just staring off. <laughs> just, just, I wonder if just gone. I wonder if semis talk about bass boat drivers like we talk about semi drivers. Like, oh, we're sure. we're an anomaly out there. We're an anomaly. Yeah, that's. <laughs> no, that that oh was a God. good one. Well, that, that was a good one. Solid. Yeah, a little all highway right. hypnosis. <laughs> little highway hypnosis for all of you. All right, so we're gonna go on to our next segment that we had listed down. Um, so we're going to go back to good old notes on your phone. So this segment, like we've talked about before, it is just for our random travels or experiences through daily life where we see anything crazy and we just throw it down in our notes in our phone. Um, and I believe Pink had said that Honor had a good one. I just so. I got an all time snap from Honor this past week and I just got to hear about it. I got to hear about it. I got two from you actually that were fucking incredible. What was the second one? That bathroom door handle. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but the first one was I got to hear about that first. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. So I got to set the scene a little bit. 
God. So, <laughs> all right. So we're working. So this is I'm I'm working right, and I'm an electrician. So we're working on these thermostats that control, you know, like heating, cooling, whatever for a building. And it's just not working. We cannot figure out. We're troubleshooting over and over again why this is not working. And we're on the phone with the guy of this new this this new unit that we're working on. We have never worked with it before. So we're trying to troubleshoot it. We're like, what the hell? Like, put this wire here, put this wire here. As it's live, we're like, okay, trying to make this work. And uh, the the old journeyman that I'm working with, he he's kind of like running the show at this spot. He's like, I gotta get out of here. I gotta get out of here. Like, I can't figure this shit out. You talk to this fucking guy, whatever. I'm like, all right. So I'm talking to this guy, and I'm up on this like super tall ladder, and I'm just super like trying not to short anything out because if you short anything out you just basically kind of waste the unit and some of these units are like thousands of dollars right and i'm like being super careful got my screwdriver i'm like okay green green wire all right that terminal all right i'm like okay yeah green wire orange wire orange white green green white Yep. Yep. Got it. Okay. So do you have anything? Is, is that, is that good? And he's like, well, I don't know. I'm like, and I'm up on this super tall ladder and all of a sudden I hear, and it's, I'm like 12 feet up on this ladder. And all of a sudden I hear, yeah, (laughs) just, dying laughing from these movers that are moving in into O'Reilly's auto parts store. Oh shit, now I remember this Snapchat. Dying <laughs> laughing. Dying laughing. And I'm being super careful. Like I got my tape, I got a wire, I got shirt on my mouth. <laughs> You're not watching on YouTube. You need to. I hear just. (laughs) (laughs) What was that? Look down and they're like, bro, you got to go to the bathroom right now. (laughs) And there are people flooding to the bathroom, flooding to the bathroom. Like what in the. What in the hell is going on? I'm way up there. And I'm like not OSHA approved. Way up there. What the fuck? And I'm just trying to be super, super careful with these tiny wires. Way the fuck up there. What is going on? All I hear is gagging, laughing, hysterical laughing and i walk down there bro you gotta come over here for this and these guys are are not from around they're they're from like louisiana missouri 
all over the place. They contract these guys out. They're like, bro, you got to come in and check this. Walk over there. Everyone has their phones out. They're like, dude, someone took a shit on the floor. I'm like, no one took a shit on the floor, bro. Walk over there. Someone took a shit on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) And it was just like a fucking nug, dude. It was. And there's and the best part was that he's like he's like bro I want to go take a shit and there I thought there was a leaf on the floor <laughs> in the and fucking winter the, time in the winter like, why do you even think and, that and the 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 best part about it is there's only like ten people it could have been. There's literally nobody owned it either. eh? No one owned it. No one was in there except two electricians and like eight movers. Who the hell could have been? It could have been DeAndre with the axe in Mrs. Maple's room from Clue. It could have been something like that. That's like we were trying to figure it out. But the best part was, like, we we walk around, we go to the bathroom, and I am dying laughing at this point. Because I look in, I'm like, oh, my God. And the smell is just horrendous. Like, someone had Popeyes for about, I don't know, their entire life from that smell. Walk in there, I'm like, holy. (laughs) Well, the phone's got to come out. (laughs) We got to record this and and send it. And look around, and everybody else is doing the exact same thing. It was, oh my god, it made my week. What a team building oh, moment! It was team Snapchat it was, of a shit on was, the floor. Obviously, it wasn't those five gentlemen because they were doing the exact same thing. So I have a hunch who it was. I have a hunch. <laughs> Name names. Let's go. Devonte. Guaranteed. <laughs> Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Without doubt. That motherfucker. He did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got poopy pants. <laughs> I'm not joking. A turd about this big was sitting on a brand new floor, just sitting. <laughs> I wish I could I, I, I would love to describe it in more detail than I did to to paint. That one night, but I don't think it would be appropriate. (laughs) No, you did a great job. You did a great job. That was great. That was all right. What was what was the second Snapchat? Oh fuck. (laughs) What 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 was the second second dude? It was a door handle. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh well, okay. So this goes into this goes into a different story, but so I've been working at uh, this. You one. have a hell of a job. I I guess so. I guess so. I didn't think so, but you know some of the experiences. Um, I've been working at this one factory, and it's it, it's basically uh, it's it's literally a, a wheelchair factory. That's that's all they do is make wheelchairs for people. Like small, like kids, you know, adults, whatever, they make wheelchairs. 
well, I was going to the bathroom the one day. And <laughs> first of all, I I looked at uh at the door and I'm like, holy crap, this ain't good. I am in the handicap stall of a wheelchair factory. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. And there's a pair of wheels in front of me. <laughs> Every man's worst nightmare. Oh, my God. Then I walk out. <laughs> then I walk out. Wash my hands. Whatever. Apologize. Like, sorry for the inconvenience. Forgot where I was. Wheelchair factory. I'm in a handicap stall, also parked in the handicap spot, but <laughs> walk out, walk out. You ever seen one of these door handles in a bathroom? I have never where... seen anything like this, period. It looks, <laughs> Ryan, how would you describe it? I would say this is the most phallic door handle I have ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> It looks at you like an erect penis. To put it bluntly. Who did, first of all, who designed this door handle? That's what I want. And know. you must grasp it because that door is hard to open. And I did. He did. That is what has gone on with my life. <laughs> that is what has gone in, on in Alec the last door hands. Dude, right. I, I'm telling you right now, I have never seen no door handle like this. <laughs> I, I get was... the picture. <laughs> Just a big stainless steel fucking... With a knob on the end. <laughs> I feel like I've seen you, that video before. You would, you would not believe it. But that that's yeah, that's that's what I've uh that's what I could grasp from the week. <laughs> there you go. So those are some solid I mean notes on your phone slash Snapchats, but Pink, yeah. you got any or yours combined with honors since you brought them up? I mean, I really just wanted to run that down. I didn't have any good ones that can come up following that. Will you got any? No, nothing that will pop. <laughs> I, I have nothing that's going to top like, that. We just have just, to move on from that. I did, have, yeah, I did have something go. in there that was just a little little, little different. but uh, Save it. it, it <laughs> just, just let this one marinate a little bit. Okay, yeah. okay fine, fine. I think this needs to just... That was... <laughs> the bar has been set, and I don't know if we'll ever get over the top of that. Rip notes on your phone. Uh, the combination uh, of two. All right. So next I think the second one is fire. Anyway, yeah. sorry, Adam. No, you're good. Next, we're going to roll into a little bit of story time, which is kind of what we got into with this podcast with telling stories of behind the scenes stuff we do run into. Which, speaking of, uh, next week we'll have the Chronicles guys on. And since a few of our episodes will be out from uh, our East Coast swing, we'll kind of dive into some stuff that happened. But, uh, Went and we did dive into a couple things already, but first thing I think uh, I was going to bring up that 
the pink kind of mentioned too was so the uh i mean just recently the uh blackfish bass tournament registration was it was last night at 7 p.m well like so talk about what that tournament is for people that don't know yeah so the blackfish bass tournament everyone just calls it the blackfish now uh it's a blackfish classic it's on lake minnetonka it's the last monday of every july i think this is the man it's got to be like the sixth year or something now i don't know it's been been around for a little bit but it is quickly overtaken as like the biggest bass tournament in minnesota and i mean it's with the way the payouts are going up it's going to be the midwest soon along kind of with the sturgeon bay deal like it's it's getting really up there it's 15k for first place now and with how fast it's filling i'm assuming they're going to go to like 20 or 25k soon or boats and i I mean there's a lot of heavy hitters in there too right it's not yeah you got all you got all the big tonker rats normally fighter and like felix and stuff like that'll come back to try to do it you got your elite series guys trying to be there normally it ends up running into like a new york swing where they're out east so they don't get to be there all the time but it it, like in terms of the heavy hitters of the midwest they are there um but yeah anyways it's very high priority to fish it and they don't save any spots there's no priority registration um and contrary to popular belief like even blackfish pros don't get a safe spot like i don't get a safe spot i have to register everyone thinks i do i don't i had to do the same thing everyone else had to do and how many spots are there yeah so there's 100 spots in the tournament but they do now they do 90 and then there's 10 for a random draw at the end because it's been going so fast um to try to give other people an opportunity who maybe can't be at their computer or slow on their computer whatever it might be but uh basically the year COVID hit um that next year so 2021 once registration opened it filled in like i think that first year was a few hours and in minnesota like that doesn't happen that happens kind of in alabama or uh texas maybe for some events but it honestly doesn't really happen nationwide that much um so that year it filled quick well and then people knew it filled in a day so last year they opened it up at a typical like monday in the morning at like 10 and it filled up in 17 minutes and everybody was kind of up in arms of like oh how are we supposed to get in or whatever and they're so they did it this year at a monday at 7 p.m when everybody was going to be home and i was like oh my god this is going to be a shit show which props to them honestly it wasn't like the registration process actually went really smoothly in terms of like the website not crashing everything going through and all that it filled in four minutes (laughs) a hundred a hundred boats four minutes and like i kind of was like oh i'll be fine it'll be like probably 10 and i was kind of taking my time just kind of plugging you know i had well, thank god i had autofill apparently in my info because otherwise i wouldn't have gotten in but i'm plugging in voigt's info because him and i have never fished it together so i'm like looking at his email and all that i spent like 30 seconds looking for my insurance number for my boat and everything and i was like yeah i'll be fine whatever got it in and i didn't get a confirmation but i te- I texted addy and i was like did i get in and like the moment i sent the text i like looked on facebook and it said it's full waitlist open and i was like son of a bitch maybe i didn't get in 
but she texted me and let me know I was in. So I was like, oh, my God. Well, then I get a call from Griff like two minutes later. He didn't get in. And then like Billy Bartusa called me. He was like, I think I got in. And all of a sudden it was this, did you get in call fiasco for like an hour? Everybody calling each other. But yeah, four minutes and 40 seconds, I think, is what they ended up saying for 100 boats. My and that's God. like you could not get into the form until seven o'clock. So a hundred people filled out that form in under five minutes. That's crazy. When I got him at the wait list is probably massive now too. I'd imagine. Yeah. I mean, I, you, you, I would they're like, so. they're just like random drawing 10 off the wait list, right. To get in. Yeah. I, and I mean, like I'll also say that there's a people have asked like, why does it feel so fast? There's a reason. Like it's one of the best run tournaments I've ever fished. And at the end of it, even if you suck, like they have a bunch of food and everything out and everybody's there and then you have beers. So like it's very well maintained basically for like, if you have a bad day, you at least see your friends that have a good day, but they do a great job putting it on. And it, it's a, you know, great event and the payouts are insane. Um, like this year, first place is 15 K second place is like eight. Uh, I think third is even like six or five. Like it, it's really, really, really good. But, uh, yeah, I don't like, I've even talked to them. They're like, <laughs> like, did you ever think you would have a conversation of how do you decrease demand <laughs> or like try to, you, you know what I mean? Like yeah, try I mean, to, like, they like almost need to make it like a lottery. Could be. I mean, it could be that. I, I don't know. I, I had just said, uh, my one thing was make it like maybe a thousand dollar entry and you got 30 K first place or make it a two day event. Um, yeah. Or just I think know it's going to be a war zone. Trying or to just know, know it's going to be a war zone. <laughs> like if everyone just knows it's going to be a war zone, then you know what you're signing up for. It's just, it's going to get smaller and sm like it's going to get tighter and tighter every year. And people are just going to get pissed. So I right. think at some point there's going to have to be priority. Like if you finish a certain level, like you're going to be able to get in and that makes sense. Um, but yeah, it's crazy. I never thought I'd see anything like that in the Midwest in my life. Yeah. And I don't I mean, Connor, do you know, does that happen down South for any tournaments? Have you heard of that happening? I know the ABT, like the Alabama I bass mean, trail will fill up in a day for like 200 boats, but that's I mean, a trail. Obviously like, the opens and stuff but i i haven't heard of a trail the, the best i can do is there is a local trail where they could allow like 40 boats and guys were sitting outside of you know the tournament director's house to put their way in in because they all wanted to get at the dam but that that's about the best i can i can figure hmm. yeah i I'd, I'd never never seen anything like it i think it's cool i'm happy to see a lot of people are wanting to get into tournaments and everything and i mean speaking from minnesota will i'm sure you remember this when you were fishing tournaments around here like we were fishing 20 to 30 boat fields like five years ago yeah that was like 30 boats pretty good back in the day when i was fishing that was pretty good turnout you know it was 30 30 boats that was really good and that was only five years ago like right. literally, literally COVID hit and everything's full. Well, dude, yeah. even like the Tuesday and Wednesday night or little series like around the Metro are just slammed with boats, dude. Like you still got to get in. Like they don't just have like open spots. Right. 
yeah, it seems to have changed. It's, I don't know, more people doing it, or I, I don't, I guess, or more. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah, more my people only, interested in. Yeah, my only theory was since everybody kind of had that COVID year that they were able to get out and fish a lot. They were like, "Oh, I can do this, and I like doing this," and right. they decided yeah. to get in, which is, I think, good. I've seen more people around Minnesota who I hadn't really heard of doing well because of that. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I think it's good to see. I mean, it's rather than just fishing against the same 30 people, it's nice to see big fields again. I'm sure that'll change after a little while again. It'll, yeah. you know, right. Mm. The There's course, a lot but... of good dudes around though, right now. Yeah. A lot the of good mid- anglers. The Midwest has a lot of really, really, really good fishermen currently. And I hope some of them qualify. Well, more and more keep qualifying for like top levels. So, uh, <laughs> makes it a little bit easier around here but it doesn't at the same time yeah um but yeah so that that was one thing i know pink had mentioned to bring up but anyone else got any story time stuff Mm, yeah i could um fetus one will i've got one we'll go back we'll go back in time a little bit about about a year ago yeah about about a year ago and some change last last spring i went out to oregon steelhead fishing just for fun and i drove out there and uh drove from bozeman to oregon which it's not that bad it's like 12 hours it's a doable drive to the coast and i borrowed one of my buddies uh truck bed campers you know like a real real shitty one too but i was like oh this will be great you know i'll be be mobile and i can fish all over so i'm driving out there and i make it i don't know a couple hours and i'm like driving you know whatever not paying attention and this i see a semi coming up behind me and i'm not going super fast with this camper on and uh he uh i see him like flashing his lights like his hazards are coming on i'm like oh not my fault what's something's wrong with him you know anyways he, he passes me he gets in front of me and then he uh like turns his flashers on again and hits his horn and starts slowing down. So I'm like, well, this guy must be having problems. Not, not me, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like oh, I better, I better slow down to help this guy. So he slows down. I slow down in front of him. I get out of my truck and I look, well, the camper had come unlatched. It cranked up with those pop-up ones and half of it was like, it was almost ripped off the pop-up part. Like it was, it was like deployed. So I get out and the trucker, he's like, yeah, dude, he's like, looked like your shit was going to blow off your truck. He's like, I'm trying to let you know. I was like, well, thank you for one. Sorry. I'm such an idiot. for two. (laughs) So that's the start of the trip. So then he helps me. He goes, you got ratchet traps? I go, no, of course. Of you know, course such a. So he's like, where are you come from? I'm like, Bozeman. He's like, of course. You, know? <laughs> you damn hipster. Yeah. So he gives me some ratchet straps. We get it ratchet strapped down. All right. I'm like smooth sailing. Going to make it out there. I drive all the way to Oregon. Get to my campsite. I camped on a river out there that I was fishing on. It was a sweet campsite. Well, there's no service there. So I'm like, oh, that's okay. I can go into town. And I had some buddies out there that I was going to fish with while I was out there. I was like, I'll just go into town and make make arrangements. So I do the next day. Set to fish with one of my buddies the day after that. So I fish around, whatever, go back up to the campsite that night. 
Well, I go to uh, the topper, the pop-up part up so I can just sleep. You know, you sleep up in the nose. And uh, I'm like messing around with it. And I go to just take some of the tension off of it before I go to bed. And uh, it's stuck in the upright position. This camper is. <laughs> so it's sticking up like four feet above my truck. You can't drive with it like that. And then you would think, well, it's it's a truck by camper. You can just, you know, take the jack legs and just jack it off your truck. And then you can drive in town. Well, I had taken the jack legs off of it because I wanted to save weight and be more aerodynamic. <laughs> Thank God you did that. And At I left that them. Point two MPGs really helped you on that <laughs> trip. And I left them in Bozeman. Okay, and the only way to access the gearbox for the crank system is at the very front of the camper, which is nosed, you know, up against your truck bed in the front. So I'm screwed and I have no service. So I'm like, shit. So I'm staying at this campground. There's nobody else there, but there is a camp attendant named Lenny. So and I talked to him. <laughs> I talked to him when I checked in. So it's like nine, nine at night. I'm supposed to be at the boat launch the next morning at like five. So I go over to Lenny's camper, knock on the door. He's got dogs and they're barking and shit. He like barely cracks over. I'm like, Hey man, like my camper's all jacked up. I was like, do you got, do you have a phone here? Like a, does the County have a phone or something that I can use? And he's like, well, he's like, we got one, but I can't let you use it because of liability. Issues. <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck's going to happen? I'm like, dude, I'm paying the county to be here. Like, aren't I underneath the umbrella of trust here? Like, am I not in the trust, the trust tree? tree? Like, yeah. Like, can I use can I use the phone, man? He's like, no, he's sorry. He's like, if you walk like two miles, you might be able to get some service. I'm like, fucking sweet. So that night, now it's getting late and I'm screwing around. I can't get it. I can't get it to come down. It's stuck. I'm like, shit. So I'm like, I'm going to go to bed. I'm going to wake up early and I'm going to figure this out in the morning. So I wake up the next morning, same thing. I can't get it to work. And so I put my waders on, I get my fishing rod and my backpack. And I'm like, all right, I'm just going to start walking towards town. I'm like nine miles from town, but I'm like, someone is going to see me and I'll hitchhike and someone will pick me up and bring me into town. Like I look very like, I'm not going to kill you. You know, I got my little rod and my waders and I'm walking <laughs> this is down there. all coming from the man who is so intrigued by the killer in Idaho. Mm, true. <laughs> you got to so, do what you got to do, bro. <laughs> dude, this is like crunch time. So I start walking down the road and some trucks go by me. It's kind of dark, obviously. I got my thumb out. Nobody even hits the fucking taillights, dude. They just blow by me. I'm like, shit. I'm like, this is... <laughs> I like my buddy's going to be waiting at the boat launch. I got a camper. that's all jacked up. Like, I just want to go fishing. So I, I walk about a mile and I come around this bend and I'm up in the hills kind of. Well, then I see all these elk and they're feeding out in this person's front yard. Oh, that's that's kind of cool. You know, I'm like looking at the elk, like just kind of like, well, at least there's this. Well, then I look towards the house and I can see there's this the shape of an old woman looking out her window at these elk. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, this is it. This is it. So I start walking up the driveway really slow and I'm like waving and I'm like trying to, you know, look like I just need a hand and I'm not going to fucking rob her. So I walk up to her, walk up to her, walk up to her door, dude, knock on the door. She barely peeks her head out. I'm like, I'm so sorry. My truck is broken down. 
do you have a landline I can use? Cause I don't have any cell service. And this is before I had my in reach too. So I got nothing. And she's like, yeah, I do. And so she brings me her phone, dial it up, dial up my buddy's number. Luckily he had service. I'm like, Hey dude, like I'm stranded. He's like, well, where are you? I'm like, I don't know. Mile post like 18. I'm like, I, I don't, I don't know. I'm like, just start driving up Trask river road and you'll find me. He's like, all right, sounds good. So he came and got me. Thank God. He's like, well, what do you want to do? And he's like, you want to work on this camp? I'm like, no, I'm like, let's just go fishing, dude. We'll figure it out when I have service down there. So like go fishing that day, call my buddy who owns the camper, explain to him what's going on. He's like, no, I've never had that happen. I'm like, great. So I call the manufacturer of the camper and they're like, uh, oh, it's probably just like this little set screw that popped out on the crankshaft assembly or whatever. I'm like, oh, okay. And they're like, are you by the camper right now? I'm like, no, because I don't have any service when I'm there. And they're like, well, why don't you just take it, take it off your truck? And, you know, I'm like, I left the jack stands at home, dude. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're not helping. He's like, well, you probably shouldn't, you probably shouldn't have done that. Shouldn't I'm like, have done you know that, right? Yeah. Thank you. Literally what the guy said to me in Michigan in some factory. I'm like, dude, just tell me what to do. He's like, well, he's like, get some of these screws. It might work. So I'm like, all right, great. So my buddy brings me to the town. I go to the hardware store. I get these screws, drive all the way back up there. It's like 40 minutes. I'm like, just praying to God that it's going to work. I look in there and I like fiddle this little screw in there and I turn it. And dude, that turn when those gears engaged was the best <laughs> feeling. <laughs> so then it went back down. And so I ended up staying like four more nights there. But every time I bought like... 10 of those little screws. I was so nervous. Something was going to go wrong, but I made it back. So I kind of learned my lesson on old shitty campers that you borrow from people that maybe you're just better off getting a hotel is what I decided. Good to know. Just let that thing rip off on the highway. Next time. Keep driving. It was like, dude, (laughs) as soon as that happened, I should have just turned around and went home. (laughs) The fishing wasn't very good either. See, whenever anybody like tells me they're doing the opens or whatever, they're like, yeah, I do the camp in life. I just think to myself, I'm like, God, I one thing goes wrong and my week would be derailed immediately because <laughs> yeah, be I could man. not figure out anything. That's what I learned, too. I was like, this is just this isn't for me. I can't I, I can do a tent, but anything mechanical, I don't think I can handle it. Yeah, like throw a mattress in the back of the truck or a tent. And I can do that. Other than that, I'm going to rent an Airbnb or a hotel. Yes. I just am not mechanically inclined at all. (laughs) No, that's a good one. That's a good one, Will. All righty. Well, anyone got anything else they want to add, or are we ready to chop it up? I think that was good, dude. That was a good one. I've got a long story for maybe the next time, but. We'll save it for the next story time. Yeah. Perfect. We'll save it for the next time. You want to give a sneak preview? What What is it? What's it about? Um. Well, it's about. You can ask Connor Graham about this one. Um, it was a traveling story as well. This isn't but, the the one you told last time with the needles in the gas station, right? No. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Well, good, 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 good. A lot of travel stories with Connor, but okay. Perfect. Well, thank you everybody for tuning in. Um, we appreciate it and yeah, we're going to keep cranking them out. And until next time, this has been another episode of pass the bar. 